Indiana's haunted. What? Indiana's haunted. <laughs> Welcome back to episode two of Just Might Exist. Thank you to our wonderful seven friends who tuned in last the week. Seven people who listen. We love you forever. Seven more than I expected. Thank you, Kira. I'm giving Kira a shout out because she's very nice. This is a Kira and a Kira only podcast. <laughs> if, you're, if you're not Kira, don't listen. Just kidding. Please listen. Please listen. We're having so much fun. <laughs> okay. What's your name? My name is Erica. What's your name? My name is Lindsay. Wow. And we're two pals palling around. We are Gals being around. pals. You betcha. What's <laughs> our podcast about? It's about anything and everything that just might exist. Shout out to the name. I know. Yeah, just think about it. It's pretty simple. It is. All right. So, Lindsay, this week we are going to take a field trip to Indiana. Ooh. Oh. Right? Tell me what you know about Indiana. Um, you call them Hoosiers, and that's it. That's about the size of my list. I wrote a list <laughs> of things I know, and... They, they're was, in two different time zones. I know that. I did not remember that. I had three things on my list. I had my one friend read it as a joke today, and he corrected me, so I actually have two things on my list. Nice. I wrote corn, Chicago, which is not accurate. It's in it's Illinois. Not, same difference. So, not actually Chicago. And I wrote, my dad loses cell service when he goes there on business trips. So with our powers combined, we know four things about Indiana. <laughs> five if you include that Chicago's not there. I'll count it. Five. That's a good amount of things to know about a state that doesn't matter. Yeah, honestly. Mm-hmm. I mean, how much do you know about New Jersey? Too much. More than I would like to know about New Jersey. Hmm. Don't we all? So, even though we knew all of those things about Indiana, did you know that in the late 1800s it was also home to mud mermaids and the Lake Manitou Monster? No. I am intrigued. Right? I literally, I googled cryptids, and that came up. Did, really? Something along those lines. Okay, so where are we picking back up? There's a monster in the lake in Indiana and in the Ohio okay. River near Indiana. Oh. Yeah. So, like Lindsay did last week, I am also going to cite my sources at the end and in the show notes. Lindsay. Erica. Are you ready? I'm so ready. Okay. I'm going to start with the Lake Manitou Monster, because reports of that one started a whole lot earlier than the ones for the Mud Mermaids. According to the Potawatomi Native Americans who lived near Mm -hmm. Rochester, Indiana, Lake Manitou was inhabited by a large monster called Meshikanabek, heretofore referred to as the Lake Manitou Monster, because I can't say that word more than once. The tribe would not hunt near the lake and even warned the settlers not to build a mill on its banks in, like, 1820-something. Like, ten years after that, the Logansport Telegraph ran a story about the Lake Manitou monster, and two men described it as 60 feet long and snake-like. Big. Yeah, big boy. It also... Big. Big. It also apparently had yellow spots on it, and... Its head kind of looked like a cow head. Hmm. A, hmm. 
I don't know how I feel about that. It's it's a funny picture. I'm going to send you a picture later. Okay. It's very hilarious looking. Yeah, the cow head, cow-like head, it was also apparently three feet wide, which is about the size of maybe a toddler or a five-year-old. It's about a yard. <laughs> yeah, it is exactly a yard. It's about the size of a yardstick, almost exactly, one might say. So, stories about this monster ran for about eight weeks in a bunch of newspapers. People wrote about it in Ohio and New York and Boston, not just Indiana. And someone also wrote an ode about it. Like, I think it was called... Oh, yes. An ode, yeah. Called To the Northern Monster. And I couldn't find it online, which is very rude of them. But, unfortunately, even though there have been no modern sightings of the Lake Manitou Monster... People still say when the lake freezes over and the ice makes, like, spooky booms and cracks that it's the monster trying to rise up from the deep. Monsters rise up. I support him. Let me see the boy. Can you see the boy? Oh, I love him! <laughs> Isn't it so cute? <laughs> it's got such a goofy smile. Oh my gosh! <laughs> He's so sweet! I want to keep him in my house! Right? Except it's 60 feet long, so it's kind of big. Well, whatever. I, like, I want, you know, like, when you're at aquariums and you can, like, walk under the shark tank? Yes. That's what I want, but with this fellow. <gasps> yes. This smiling, kind fellow. Yes, look at those big eyes. Those eyes are filled with love and kindness. All right, that is literally all I have for this monster. People didn't okay. believe it until the town blacksmith told them about it, because blacksmiths are, okay. I guess, inherently trustworthy, which is fair. I, yes. I'll believe it. Anybody who can work with metal that hot and not hurt themselves, I trust them. That's a good assessment. So, next up, mud mermaids. Oh. These terrifying little darlings showed up in the Ohio River near Vive, Indiana, around 1894. Okay. And I actually did find a copy of the original article, just by pure luck. So, this information Ooh. is straight from the source. Hot off Uncut. the Give me that uncut shit. Wink, wink. Mud mermaids apparently look like lizards with, quote, human features. Captain huh. J.M. Ozier of Covington, Kentucky, described these creatures by stating that, and I quote from the article, which did not directly quote him, the beast is about five feet in length and should weigh about 150 pounds. Its general color is yellowish. The body between the four legs resembles that of a human being. Back of the hind legs, it tapers to a point. This point in no way resembles a tail. Okay. The legs, four in number, resembles the arms and legs of a human. The extremities resemble hands and are webbed with sharp claws. The head is devoid of hair and is strangely like that of a human being. Its ears mm -hmm. are sharp, pointed, and stand up like those of a dog. And this is my favorite part. And also the sickest burn like some guy from kentucky shows up and just like hands them their whole life on a platter there is no intelligence in the face which in contour is like that of an idiot get wrecked <laughs> idiots and mud mermaids <laughs> can we i just want to talk about how it tapers to a point but it doesn't look like a tail so is this just like a triangle with legs and a head i did not think of that it also has arms. all i can see it's just like a cone with four leg, like, leggies in a, I don't like it, in a face, like, where the 
flat part of the cone would be just like an idiot face to quote <laughs> Mr. Kentucky and I don't like it it's okay it's bad um, I'll share a picture with you later it makes it worse actually okay I'll share a picture oh, with you no. now oh yeah I like them because they look completely feral and also this artist didn't give them feet but they should have legs also she got right titties yeah <laughs> they took time that's how you know it's a girl they took time to draw mermaid titties but would not draw the legs also he is um where interested are their claws and the webs on their fingers whatever i'll draw what i think that they look like and then i'll i'll show it to you at the end please do captain o our bff who just described these mud mermaids also said they looked similar to the what is it, also known as Zip the Pinhead, who was just a human person in P.T. Barnum's freak show. He was a person with a misshapen head, and he pretended to be a barbarian from Africa that slowly got civilized as his sideshow act. See, this is why I think The Greatest Showman was a bad movie, because P.T. Barnum was kind of a bad dude. Yeah. and But now he's Hugh Jackman. Hugh Jackman, not a bad dude. P.T. Barnum, definitely a bad dude. All right, the last little bit anyway. <laughs> of information I have about our mud mermaids is that they eat mussels, fish, and other animals. And Me too. instead of diving down like normal fish or birds or whatever, they just straight up sink like a stone. It's so, like they're there, Hell yeah. and then they're gone. And they run away every time That's people their- come near them their round idiot face it makes them sink <laughs> don't be mean to the mud mermaids they're my friends i'm just i'm just quoting mr kentucky fine all right so Lindsay, what are your thoughts on the lake manitou monster and mud mermaids okay so i'm a firm believer that all like lake monsters like nessie and champy and this kind 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 boy exist because lakes are so big and it's just there's just so much stuff in there this is a man-made lake, and that does not change my idea. He's, he was a baby, and now he's big, and he's probably bigger. It was man-made in 1827, so yeah, it was time. he started as a baby. He's been there forever. Yeah, firm believer in lake monsters. I don't... I have very conflicting feelings about mermaids, and it's like, maybe there's some just very, very, very scary manatees <laughs> in Indiana, but very, very bad... <laughs> All right. Reject. Reject. So people don't think they're manatees, but they do think okay. they might have been, quote, a new type of catfish because what <laughs> catfish can get really big. Yeah, like, but they don't have, big. first of all, they don't have arms and legs. And I think it would be really mean to humans if you said that catfish had human features. They do have very round faces, so I'll give him that. And wide faces if they're big enough. But people also think they might just be like a freaky lizard. Which is yeah, that makes the most sense to me. Um, the people who said it might be a new type of catfish was, were kind of making fun of the first fishermen to report them. Because they're like, <laughs> this dumb guy, he hasn't even heard of mermaids before. Because apparently he hadn't somehow. Wait, what? <laughs> yeah. They're like, this account was more believable because he had never heard of a mermaid before. I'm like, I'm pretty sure he's either really stupid or lying probably lying yeah i think but then a bunch of other people yeah i don't believe that he's never heard of a yeah, mermaid i think that's the most unbelievable part of this story but it is. then a bunch of other people in the area also saw it 
and so did Captain Kentucky, Mr. Captain Kentucky. And, like, Mr. young boys were scared away from swimming in the lake while in the river because Mud Mermaid lived on the sandbar. For the Lake Manitou monster, I know we are agreeing mm-hmm. that it's real, but a couple of decades after the first, like, reported sightings, some fishermen caught a 116-pound spoonbill catfish, also known as the American paddlefish. Why are there so many dang catfish in Indiana? I don't know. Indiana's a haunted place. And I guess that's where catfish live. And catfish are ghosts. There was only ever one catfish. And we've just been catching the same one over and over. All right. So do you want to hear my personal theory about the Lake Manitou monster yes. and mud mermaids? Always. Yes. I think they are the same. Because Lake Manitou mm-hmm. is man-made. And it technically connects yes. all the way to the Ohio River where the mud mermaids were seen. So it is possible, though not super plausible, that a creature could have come from Lake Manitou and traveled the, I think, three to five hundred miles all the way to Vive, Indiana, and I think they're the same. I like to think they're the same. So they could have gone all the way around the state of Indiana to make it to where the mud mermaids were spotted. See, now that you say that, I feel like mud mermaids would be like baby, uh... Uh, cow snakes, baby (laughs) river monsters. All right. Any final thoughts on our mysterious friends of the week? Um, I just want the Lake Manitou monster to know wherever he is in Lake Manitou. Uh, that's where he lives. Um, I want him to know that I love him and I hope he's doing very well. And the mud mermaids can get fucked. I don't want to think about them. (laughs) If I ever go to Indiana, I will tell the Lake Manitou monster that. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Okay, so my sources for this episode were Indiana's Lake Monsters in An Unnatural History of Indiana by Tim Swartz, The Logansport Telegraph and the Monster of the Indiana Lakes by Donald Smalley, and the article from the Cincinnati Enquirer titled, quote, Nondescript are these creatures, which resemble a human being <laughs> in many ways, queer natural freaks, me, that haunt the river. Same, relatable. <laughs> Near Vive, Indiana, what are they? There was no I, too, am a queer natural freak (laughs) who haunts the river. Honestly, same. This was 19th century clickbait. It it was. Yeah. It truly was. (laughs) Can you imagine a little little paper, a little newsie standing on the corner just being like, extra, extra, (laughs) read about all these queer natural folks who haunt the riverbed. So, with that, make sure you all follow us on Twitter, Tumblr, and Instagram as Just Might Exist. And email us your fun cryptid stories at justmightexistpodcast at gmail.com. Yeah, please do all of that. We want to hear about your... Have you seen a terrifying mud mermaid? Have you seen the very friendly river uh, uh, Lake Manitou monster friend? Please tell us. Tell us about it. And also, if you live near there, can we send you a letter to give to the Lake Manitou monster? I'm going to say yes. Actually, can we do that, please? I'm not kidding. Please. If you're listening to this in the future and you live in Indiana, I won't be creepy. Just like, please, I want, I need this creature to know that I love him. It's very important to us. Lindsay, what is our cryptid of the week? Oh my gosh. Our cryptid of the week is me trying to find an apartment. 